Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. It is Kelly Fox, and I'm excited to continue the conversation on Step 9, Intention. And tonight we're going to talk about how satisfaction increases when we are more intentional with our choices. So let me start it off by introducing my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing today, Terry? I am doing great. I'm excited to be here with you and to uh, continue our discussion. Yes, yes. I am excited to know that as well. And um, unfortunately, our guest coach hasn't uh, shown up yet tonight. Hopefully, she will be able to join us. But while we wait, let's continue the conversation. So we have been talking about intention. And tonight, we're specifically talking about how satisfaction increases. So, Terry. Why don't you tell me what are your thoughts around um, being intentional and how that increases satisfaction? Sure. So I think when we are intentional, and in Fearless Living, we talk about intention in a variety of ways. We talk about it as a tool, and we talk talk about it as a way of being or a way of thinking, a way of showing up. And so the opposite of being intentional is to have expectations. So when we have expectations about what things should be or could, you know, can't, we just have these expectations of certain outcomes. Uh, We have expectations of other people. We have expectations of ourselves. And when we have those expectations, we end up with feelings of disappointment, frustration, overwhelm. And so the anecdote to, to expectation is intention. So intention is living in a way where you are not attached to a specific outcome. You understand what you control and what you don't control. And you have an intention on how you want to show up, uh, how you want to take up space, how you want to treat others, how you want to, you know, just the way you want to be. So to be intentional, you have to be clear on what it is you want and how um, how you want to be, how you want to speak, how you want to think, how you want to act. So you can have an intention for your life in terms of a passion or a purpose in your life, and then you can be in alignment with that intention, and that's where intentional living comes in. So you're asking yourself, When you feel out of alignment, you might be disappointed, you might be angry, you might be um, hiding, you might avoid situations, and you can ask yourself, what's happening? Am I out of alignment with my passion? Am I out of alignment with my purpose? And then you can look at the situation and, yes, maybe I'm out of alignment. I'm not living in my values. I'm out of alignment with my values. And so then you can go back to what are my values? What is my purpose? What is my passion? And how do I react in this situation? 
how do I move forward with this relationship? How do I think about this situation or problem or opportunity in my life that's in alignment with my purpose and passion, which then we're living intentionally, intentionally towards what that that is, what our passion is, what our purpose is, alignment with our overall goals, our overall, um, you know, the way we want to show up. So when I think about intentional living, I think of living in alignment with my purpose, my passion, my values, and being clear on what those are so that I can, in the moment of decision, if I'm feeling disappointed or I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling overwhelmed, I can ask myself, (laughs) excuse me, am I in alignment or am I out of alignment with my values and my purpose and how can I get back in alignment with my thoughts, my actions, and my words? so that I'm living living intentionally. Long answer to short question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but very true. Um I think when we live intentionally, we show up intentionally, that is going to increase our satisfaction because we are living the way that we want to live and how could that be something that um didn't bring satisfaction Um, if we're showing up in a situation the way that we want to show up not feeling out of control or under control of someone else under the control of someone else um, then that's gonna that's gonna make us feel great right when we're able to just walk away from the situation and that person hasn't affected us we haven't chosen to act out of alignment or character but we've shown up how we wanted to show up and we um, were able to leave um, leave the situation intact. Um, or if um, we um, have an intention to keep a commitment, we feel great satisfaction as we continually keep that commitment. You know, if we said, all right, I'm going to, um, or I'll say that Terry talks about how she goes for walks in the morning, and I know that when she gets back from taking that walk, she has great satisfaction because she is keeping that commitment to herself of going for those walks, um, which is intentional. So we can have great satisfaction when we... um, when we are able to show up how we want to, when we're able to keep our commitments to ourselves and others, when we're able to be intentional with our choices, and that can be things that we do, things that we don't do, things that we say, things that we don't say, right? Um, Then we'll be happier. When we can do when we can do that, when we can be in the present moment and show up intentionally, then we can be happy, even if the situation isn't necessarily a happy one, because we know that we are keeping our intentions. <laughs> Excuse me, I keep. 
swallowing wrong. Um, I think that it's really what helps me the most in having satisfaction uh, with making choices that are in alignment with my go- with my goals. And I my goals are part of my intention, right? My intention is my intention is to practice a specific way of living, and my goals help me to do that. They help me to stay in that space of living intentionally. And I, I think when I'm not in alignment, it's usually because I have a, an expectation about what should happen. And so I can ask myself that question, and that really helps me to to bring myself back to that place where I want I want to be, where I do feel like I'm uh, progressing. And that's I just ask, simply ask myself, what, what was I expecting? And because I'm a recovering perfectionist and that's an addiction to always want to be perfect and do things a specific way expecting a specific outcome that really helps me now it may not help other people that have different uh you know challenges or opportunities in their life but for me it is to give myself a break and to do what i can when i can the best i can and that takes away that that uh, weight of trying to be perfect practice because that's a myth. It's impossible. And so I can, if I start to feel a way that's out of alignment, in other words, that I'm not satisfied, that I'm feeling like I'm, you know, I'm spinning my wheels, I can stop and ask myself, what was I expecting? And when I ask myself that question, that seems to be able to allow me to get back in alignment with with my intention, and that is to do what I can when I can the best I can, which is the opposite of thinking I have to be perfect. And that yeah. really helps me a lot. Those are the practices that I can bring myself back to that place of satisfaction. Yes, Terry, you are. At this moment, you are doing what you can the best you can. It's good. It's enough. You are enough. Now just... You know, stay in alignment with those things that that are are your values, your passion, your purpose, and ask yourself what's your best next step. How are you going to take this information, be in this situation, be with this this person, and be true to yourself? And those are the things that bring me satisfaction. When I can, and some people call it a pivot, some some people call it a shift. I call it an awareness of, of that I'm in that place where I have an expectation and then I can can go back to that satisfaction of do, knowing that I'm doing what I can when I can the best I can. And that helps me then to be in alignment with moving forward movement. And it's all about movement, forward movement, you know, movement away from expectations, movement towards intention and intentional living. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think any movement forward is positive. And mm-hmm. our goals, practicing our intention by doing our goals, those goals can be little steps. Those goals can be broken down into many little steps. Um, and when we acknowledge each one of them, that helps us to um, continue moving forward because we're like, oh, look, I did steps one through five. Now I'm going to do five through ten. And our confidence grows and our ability 
to continue practicing this intention and continue follow through, uh, following through with these goals. And before we know it, where these goals have been completed and we've set new ones. And I mm-hmm. think that that is part of the power of intention um, is that our intentions can, we have some intentions that we have forever, you know, they're so expansive that they, they can, we can always practice them. But then we have other intentions that can be more specific and more situational. And those can, those can expand as well as we, as we do. And so I think those can be the, the ones that we aren't always aware of. Um, you know, recognizing and acknowledging that growth on the, on the situational. Um, I, for me, I know I can tend to be big picture. And even though I like getting in the nitty-gritty of the details, um, I don't always see all of them. So that's why we write acknowledgments so that we can see when we are being intentional. We can see when we are making choices that are in alignment. We can see how everything is connected to everything else and the flow of energy and, you know, and then and then it takes us big picture, but we started in those details because we acknowledged them. And it's important to do both. It's important to acknowledge the, the baby steps and it's, it's important to acknowledge the overall growth and expansion. And I think that um, as we continue to choose our goals and our practice and wanting to be um, show up in the way that we've chosen, continuing to live intentionally, that um, that's going to bring us to a life that we really enjoy, a life that others enjoy being being involved with. Um, you know, you'll be that you'll be that person that. Uh, people gravitate towards because um, they see you actually enjoying your life and they want in on that. They want to enjoy their life. And you living intentionally now has affected your, the, your, the world around you and others are starting to uh, act intentionally. And this is how we can have a positive effect on the world around us is that as we practice these principles, as we live intentionally, it flows into the ones around us, which then flows into the ones around them. And this is how we can create a more fearless world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it's uh you know, it, there's so many components of, of what we're talking about. I mean, it's like being, it's living in the present moment. It's um, practicing intentions. It, there, it, there's so much to the process of living with intention that, um, 
that supports supports us and gives us that opportunity to you know be in the middle of chaos and yet still still be calm and still be able to to be in alignment with your with your um with your goals and your purpose because you know what you want and you know how to how to get that you know and you get that by living intentionally and and knowing that you know things things will work out because you you know what you want and you're willing to be in the middle of of challenges and still focus on that purpose and that passion and your goals and and not freak out you know Mm -hmm. so i think there's there's two having satisfaction in your life that it doesn't mean that it's everything's rosy you know everything you're looking through rose colored glasses used to be a saying when i was younger you know and people would say oh your life you you look through rose colored glasses you you know you only see see the good and and everything's happy well life is not always happy but life can always be intentional and you can weather the difficult challenges, the the peaks and the valleys, and and you can still be going forward in move in your movement, in your thoughts, in your actions, in your words. And on those days where where you're feeling that overwhelm and wanting to avoid, you can take give yourself a break and take give yourself permission to just you know rest that day and be ready to move forward the next day. But you do that intentionally. And I think mm-hmm. that's that keeps you moving in a forward forward fashion, even if you're standing still for a day. Yeah, and if it's intentionally, it's not necessarily standing still; it's just moving forward a lot slower. <laughs> Giving yourself permission right. to yeah. take a break. Yeah. So, what do you think would be the first step for someone? Who wants to start living intentionally? Well, I think I'm not sure what the first step would be, but it would be an awareness for sure. Having an awareness of about expectations and intentions, and I I, I think that people that maybe are just listening uh, tonight, or you know, they haven't listened when we've talked about the step of. Uh, understanding how expectations play play a part in our capacity to live intentionally. I mean, we have to know that expectations lead to disappointment and frustration, anger, avoidance, uh, feeling victimized. I mean, there's, there's so much to understanding how expectations keep us from living intentionally that I think the first step is awareness and and how we feel about our feelings awareness of how we feel and how we can move past letting those feelings produce certain reactions you know feelings are just feelings and we need to let them go through us and ask ourselves that question what am i expecting that's creating this feeling of uneasiness this feeling of of disappointment and then be able to shift, pivot, whatever you want to call it, into aligning your your actions with your intentions, which are your values, your passion, your purpose, and asking yourself those questions: how how can I be in alignment 
what thoughts and actions and words will keep me in alignment with my values and so that I can move forward no matter what the circumstances are. So I guess the first step is just a willingness to be aware of how your feelings are getting stuck and keeping you in that place of expectations and what you can do to move out of that space into a space of satisfaction, of, of purpose, of practice, of willingness. You know, we have so many steps that we've talked about to get into this step of intention is built upon awareness, willingness, connection, you know, all the previous steps that we've talked about. Um, once you're once you're into intention and, and satisfaction, you've practiced so many steps and your awareness around those steps brings you to this place of being able to live intentionally. So I don't know. I guess awareness is the first step. <laughs> That's the first I step. agree. I think awareness is the first step, and we say that all the time, so it makes sense. But I think awareness around what is it that we need? What is it that we need? Mm. Because expectations come from us needing something and it not being met by the outside world, right? So what do we need, and how can we meet that need by ourselves, right? Um, I think also we need to know what our values are so that we can make sure that our choices are in alignment with those values. If we don't know what our values are, how are we going to know if we're in alignment or not? I think we Mm -hmm. really have to be aware of who we are and what we want, how we want to show up. What are those things that we do want to practice? Do we want to show up in a room with, you know, with call, you know, with a, attitude of calmness or, or you know, um, being able to see a solution or whatever that might be. How do we want to show up in a room? These are all things that we have to know before we can practice them. These are all things mm-hmm. that we have to understand about ourselves before we can take movement forward. And so it's not always easy to just pause long enough to have those conversations with ourselves. And those are needed conversations. That's why awareness is the first step. And we can't always start or continue that conversation by ourselves. That's why we have therapists and we have coaches and we have um, friends and, you know, those people on our support team around us to support us in having that conversation. Um, If we're not able to, you know, get that conversation started, maybe we look at a, um, look at starting journaling um, or, um, you know, getting, um, there's journals with um, prompts, right, where we, it prompts you to think about something and then you start writing on it. Really getting to know what is going on inside your head Um, and really being honest with yourself. Um, we talked, or Terry talks about being compassionate, honest, and then having personal responsibility with yourself. So, of course, with compassion, really be honest with yourself. What do you need? And what if it was okay to need that? Would you allow yourself to need it? Would you allow yourself to meet that need in some way? You know? Um and then once you once you know that, then you have you have a place to go. 
you have a place to start and you can then become willing to, you know, take steps forward. And those steps forward will actually get you to where you want to be because you've been honest with yourself and you've really gotten clear on what it is that you need and how it is you want to show up and who you want to be and what you want your life to be. And when you know those things, then you can be intentional. You can be purposeful with the choices that you make. And you can know if they're in alignment because you've had those conversations, you've drawn those lines, you have a clear picture of where it is that you want to go and who it is you want to be. And so then being intentional can be a little bit easier because it's not this vague thing in front of you that changes with the wind. It has, you know, you have a, a vision, a clear vision, you have a structure, you have boundaries, you have whatever it is that you need to have, you have that support system to keep you going towards that life that you want to live. Yeah, I think that it's just talking about satisfaction in your life and how intention, intentional living can bring you to that place of satisfaction. If you're if you're not experiencing that capacity in your life at this time, that's why we have coaches. That's why we have programs and people that can help you to achieve that that level of understanding, that level of um, to move so that you can move forward. In fact, that's that's one of the things we ask people when when we're you know offering programs and coaching programs with people is. Are you at a point in your life where you really are stuck? And a lot of times people are stuck because they don't, they're not clear. And that's when a coach can really come along beside you and help you find that clarity about what you want in your life, about whom you want to be, and and to develop, to, to support you in that process of developing that, that honesty, um, you know, and giving you permission to have compassion for yourself and to say, I don't know. You know, I'm not sure what I want in my life. I just know that my life is not, there's no satisfaction. And uh, it makes me think of that song, uh, that song about satisfaction. I ain't got no satisfaction, you know. Uh, Really, I, I don't think I would have ever gotten to the point in my life where I understood what I really wanted and I was able to, to develop that understanding and, and what is my passion and and be able to ask myself those tough questions and be honest with myself about what is it that I need and what is it that I want without the help of a coach. And I'm so grateful that I was able to find that in my life and have a, a coach that walked beside me that helped me get there. So when when we think about that satisfaction, I'm so grateful for my coach. And, I mean, I have coaches now that help me in specific areas of my life and my business uh, where I can can have a coach that assists me, that walks beside me, that helps me to gain that clarity so that I can be in alignment with my purpose and passion in, in multiple areas of my life. And so right now I'm working with a business coach that's really helping me to 
build my business to where I can be that person that helps people uh, find that satisfaction by being in alignment, by understanding their purpose and their passion and helping them with that forward movement, with that accountability, that honesty. And I just walk beside them and ask them questions and help them with, with that clarity. So I think that in order to get to that point for me, it, it took a real hard look at myself. Oh, we lost Terry. Well, we want to thank you for being here. Um, thank you for joining us in the conversation. We'll continue it next week. And I just want to say that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by the Fearless Living Institute, Rhonda Britton. And if you would like to know more about the Fearless Living Institute, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org. You can always find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org or any social media platforms that we have, such as Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Fearless Generations. And we would love for you to join our Facebook group, Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. We always have something going on, and we would love for you to join us with that. We appreciate all of you coming uh, out each week, either listening to this live or joining us on the replay. We enjoy having you um, having uh, this platform to share this information with you um, every week. And, uh, Terry, I saw you got back on, so any last words? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. They kicked me off for some reason. Well, Can you hear me? We, Yeah. We appreciate you all. Um, and until next week, everybody, be fearless. Good night.